Next on BYU Sports Nation, Senior Day expectations for Cougar football. BYU by 70-plus? Whoa, slow down, says Bronco. And me. Bronco Mendenhall will join us live in studio. What he wants to accomplish on Saturday against severely outmatched Savannah State. Plus more BYU football all-access with senior linebacker Michael Elisa. Why you should all watch the game Saturday. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation, back on your radio, television, and other media machines. The party here on the west side, presented by the BYU Store. Your home for authentic BYU products. Friday, November 21st, I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with two-time West Jordan High School bingo champion, Jerem Jordan. I went to Copper Hills, and so I'm offended by that comment. I'm not a Jaguar. I'm a Grizzly. <laughs> <laughs> I got to mix I'm it just up, just not right? a minor. That's all I knew. That's true. You are not they a Grizzly. They were you... so much better than us. It's okay. <laughs> Ask Remington Peck about that. Wherever and however I you're did, dialed in. made fun of me. <laughs> Great to have you with us. So I had a unique opportunity yesterday. Uh, Lavelle Edwards came in to do an interview uh, that Comcast Sportsnet Chicago had requested. They're doing a special on Jim McMahon. And so I got to ask Lavelle a bunch of questions about Jim and then just talk about his legacy at BYU. It went an hour. I was like, wow, I just talked. Why'd you talk so long? He he did most (laughs) of the talking. I asked the questions and then then he talked. But he said a couple of things that really made me laugh. One was, I said, why why did you opt to to switch things up and go with a passing attack so early on when everyone else is running the football? And he's like, well... If you look at the past BYU coaches, the guys before me were coaching four or five years, and they're all getting fired. So I thought, well, I'm going to get fired in five years anyway, so I might as well just throw, do something what different. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, what, I mean, what a, what a career. It's, it's fun to see Lavelle around. And Ernest Wilson joined us yesterday and said he really wants to meet Lavelle. He really does. I don't know if Lavelle's going to the game, uh, but I, I'm going to email athletic, our friends at Athletics and say, hey, if he's going... Just so you know, oh, that he would wants be to meet awesome him. to make that happen. Yeah, oh, that would be fantastic. Also, have you seen the viral video produced by our cohorts at BYU TV from Studio C on Scott Sterling and the five consecutive saves with his face? This is amazing. Uh, Yale versus North Carolina, apparently an epic match. Uh, <laughs> Scott Sterling, the goalkeeper, Matt Meese, takes uh, five, five right in the nose. It's hilarious. It's gone viral. Like, there's, there's like what you, what you think is viral, like several thousand in a day, right? We're talking millions. We're talking millions here for Studio C skit on soccer. In fact, I, I'm going to look right now and on see YouTube. how many it has on YouTube. This is an up to the minute. 4.6 million is what I'm seeing right now. It, wow. It was released last week, and it's just going crazy. Which is, so check it out. Check it out. If you haven't seen it, Studio I'm, C Soccer. I'm gathering most of you have seen it. Top soccer shootout ever. That's the name of it. We are and tweeting out the link stage. once yeah. again right now. Awesome. Scott Sterling! We've, uh, we, Scott Sterling's a popular cat right now. We're trying to reach his people to get him to talk about that performance. I'm not sure. Sh- I think he might be too big for us. I don't know. We'll put together our best efforts to get him <laughs> on the show next week. Scott Sterling. <laughs> Join our conversation twenty. What, what a terrible training staff. They couldn't even clean up his face. <laughs> 24-7 using the hashtag BYUS. And start it off with today's Twitter question. Matchup of the century tomorrow. So what do you want to see out of BYU and Savannah State? Use the hashtag BYUSN. You can't even do the, the half, like, lower your voice was, on one of those words. I was thinking like, about it. I'm like, Savannah State. Nope. Uh, Reliant K has a song called Savannah. I love it. That's my only connection to that. 
at low pointers. Must see perfect execution on special teams. For every kickoff not in the end zone, a random fan gets a try. <laughs> okay. Use part the of, hashtag BYUs and keep them coming. Part of my bold prediction has to do with uh, special teams execution. I, I would like to see a special teams touchdown for sure tomorrow. Did you just give it away? No, that's just part of it. That's mm. part of my I guess I don't prediction. remember what you said. What? You're the producer. I don't have to remember everything. Okay, I write fine. it down. <laughs> there you I don't go. know what I don't know what page the book of Isaiah is in the Old Testament. I just can flip to the beginning and go, oh, seven ninety nine. Okay. <laughs> Your point has been made, Jerem. BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV in Radio Vision. Rise and shout. It's time for what's trending. What's trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. Senior day expectations. Six and four BYU bound for the Miami Beach Bowl after getting bowl eligible for a 10th consecutive year against winless FCS foe Savannah State. What does Bronco Mendenhall want to see accomplished in this game? We'll ask him live in studio in about 30 minutes. Bar none, this is the worst team a Bronco Mendenhall coached team has ever faced and probably will ever face. Might be the worst team Bure's ever played in its football history. I don't, I don't know from back in the day, but it's, it's a game that's going to be unlike any other we've ever seen. We're going to give you three things about Savannah State, and then we're going to stop our breakdown of this. Uh, they start eight <laughs> freshmen on both sides of the ball. Their offense averages 12 points a game. They lost to Middle Tennessee 61-7. to Okay, there is your that, breakdown. That's your Savannah State preview. Woo! Give it up. Woo! Savannah State Tigers. Okay, so now you're thinking, we're going to win like 100 to nothing. There's some people who legitimately think Bureau is going to score 100. That's nuts. Listen, Texas principle. If you, if you expect something crazy, you're going to be disappointed with the game. Just go into the game and have fun with it. Don't expect BYU to do jack squat. Temper your expectations. Just, just watch the game. Listen to this. Bronco against FCS teams. He's played six in his 10 years now. Well, the tomorrow, tomorrow will be number seven. He averages 47.5 points per game in those games. The average margin of victory it's is 37. It's not a, a lot against FCS teams. No, you're scoring it's 47. A huge, it's a huge win, of course. And winning by 37. BYU doesn't crush people. Like It's, you, it's not it's, his objective. TCU puts up 82 on somebody earlier this year. BYU doesn't do that kind of stuff. In fact, BYU... Their largest margin of victory is not even that high, which brings us to the stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. 76 trombones in the big parade, and that's BYU's largest margin of victory. An 83-7 win against UTEP in 1980. 76. That's against a Division I opponent. Arguably. (laughs) BYU scored minors, Los minors. Jordan Leslie's mad, kind of. No, he's not (laughs) mad at all. BYU scored 70-plus, guess how many times in a game? Four times. That's it. 70-plus, four times all time. 2001 against Tulane, 89 against Utah, scored 70 in both those. 80 versus Utah, I mentioned 83. And then 1980 versus Utah State, 70. That's it. Four times, 70. They've been right at 73 of the four times. Will BYU score more than 83 tomorrow? There is a chance that happens. There's no chance it happens. There's, okay, minimal. Minimal. I just want to watch the game and have fun with it, you know? But there's, there's a chance this is cr- nuts tomorrow. There's also a chance. It's like you said, which is like it's 56 to 0 or 3 or something or 7. 62 is the most points that a team coached by Bronco Mendenhall scored. That was against Air Force in 2005. An I actual was Division 62-41. There was like mm-hmm. 103 combined points in that game. That was a fun game. Yeah, Curtis Brown went crazy. Better than three zero or ten seven. Certainly, certainly. Nah, what do you, what do you want to see most tomorrow? What are you looking forward to most? Diversity. 
An old wooden ship. No, I don't, I don't know. Just, I, I just want to see craziness. I want to see Nate Carter do uh, things we haven't seen, like 100-yard game or a couple touchdowns. I want to see Algernon Brown get a touchdown. He doesn't have a touchdown. What the heck? I want to see, like, a super long play from BYU. Do you know what the longest rush from BYU is all year? 39 yards. Policy game. That was last game. So, so set some of these. I want to see everyone play. I want to see Hunter Moore in the game, the third-string quarterback. Yeah, so I, want, I want to see big stuff. explosive plays. Yeah. Yes. I want you know, to see defensive touchdowns. 70-yard you know, touchdown like pass. A blocked yeah. punt for a touchdown. Just something crazy, you know? Something that makes the highlight reel look awesome. Here's what Christian Stewart wants to see, oh, by the way. Hey, I'm looking to put up some big points, 70 points in the first half, and, then, wow. and then, be, then be out for second half. Would that be good enough for you? 70 in the first half, and then Christian sits out? Uh, yeah. Yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. What's the record for BYU's most points in the first half? We, we didn't look that up. We need to look that up. I'm guessing 70 would be the record if they can do that. The head coach yeah. of Savannah State, I don't know, Ernest Wilson, is uh, hoping for snow and for a touchdown. Hey, guys, I'm going to be honest on this one. If they score against BYU, I'll be laying down in the snow making a snow angel. <laughs> that's real to, life. That happened yesterday. Love really the honesty of that. Hey, here's the thing. He knows what they are. There's not supposed to be any snow Saturday, unfortunately. I, th- I think it's rain. But I hope there's snow now because I would love to, I'll, I'll be honest. I would love to see BYU throw a pick and then Savannah State kick a field goal or something and see a coach do a snow angel. Oh, that would be fantastic. He's not serious. He's not actually going to do that. He's not going to do that. You don't think he would? No. I think he might. If I'm him, I'd do it, though, because then I get on SportsCenter, and then it's just like some publicity yes. for my team Why that's 0-11, make it 0-12 tomorrow. Instead of going super big picture on this BYU Sports I Nation, might do it anyway myself. We've come up with some minor ambitions within the imminent BYU victory on Saturday. We have created a BYU Sports Nation bingo card (laughs) that we will all tweet out for all of you to follow along with. This is one of my favorite things we've ever done. (laughs) Ever. This was so fun to make. The bingo card. Let's go over some of this, shall we? There are 25 different squares, five by five. There's a free space, which is BYU by 17 plus. (laughs) Let's go over this. <laughs> Which is an, it, so okay. It's perfect. So I know bingo. You, normally everyone has a different sheet, and you cross them off as you go. There's just one sheet. You just follow along during the game, okay? Your responsibility is to follow along. So yes, <laughs> yes. if everyone is following along at the same time, you'll all get bingo at the it, same time. It's like conference bingo. Like yeah, I'm gonna stay engaged the whole time. That's the point here. <laughs> Let's go over some of this stuff. Pick six. Okay. Okay. Dave McCann promotes after further review <laughs> and says it's the best hour of television in the world. Yeah, there are other hours of television on this program or on this uh, channel. Fumble recovery. Nate Carter, two touchdowns. McCoy Hill plays. Okay. Snow Angel. Yes. Defensive shutout. Below mentions gushers during pregame, halftime, or postgame. Uh, BYU gets a P5 invite. Um, <laughs> Ross Oppo has a catch. Uh, safety. 50-plus yard pass, Fusi sack. I mean, you get the point. This is going to be fun. This is going to be three-fourths turnovers. A lot of these are like, you know, generic. 600-plus total. You know, you follow along. There's some fun. Bronco fist pump. Ooh. Will that happen tomorrow against Savannah State? We'll we'll plant that. He'll come in here and we'll be like, dude, we got this bingo. We need you to fist pump. BYU Sports Nation. Now you bingo. can stay engaged. You can stay engaged in the in the game. Now you all have a reason to watch every single second of the BYU Savannah State game live on BYU TV tomorrow. Is wall to wall coverage? Oh yeah, start like, yeah. Two Eastern. Taysom Hill's going to be on countdown to kickoffs. So check that out. Live game on BYU TV. Post game as well. And then women's hoops tomorrow night as well. So hang hang out with us. 
Print your bingo card at home. Okay, check it out on Twitter. That's uh, that's been tweeted, and then follow along during the game. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna have a great time. <laughs> also trending in BYU Sports Nation, Jay Omer, BYU strength and conditioning coach for 14 years, announcing that he is retiring after this season. Great work done by Mr. Omer and yeah. his crew. And BYU women's volleyball, they had already wrapped up at least a share of the West Coast Conference title with their senior night win. Now they have an outright championship after handling Portland Last night on the road, they got the auto bid to the NCAA. Tournament. Maybe they'll actually get a, a trophy that says 2014 volleyball instead this of time. 2013 soccer. Yeah, instead of 2013 soccer. <laughs> that was so good. Someone cried. Hey, get a get trophy! trophy. We need something to hold up. That was awesome. Hey, it, wor- <laughs> it worked out. Our Twitter question today: What do you want to see out of BYU versus Savannah State? Let's get your tweets. It's Twitter time. At Doctor Steve Best, I want to see Stu get enough stats for. To cover games one through four that he did not get to play. So ha- 980 passing yards. Hashtag single game passing record. And 10. Hey, let's think about it. BYU's not going to chuck it for eight touchdowns. The record is seven at Brigham. Will eight B- passing touchdowns would be a record. Will BYU rush for more yards against Savannah State than they did against Texas last year? 550? <laughs> no. No. That was unbelievable. Yeah, that was amazing. Against Texas. They're not going to do that against Savannah State. I know. Well, BYU pulls off the pedal. Yeah, there was no reason to pull off the pedal against the Longhorns. I don't know that they're ever really in fifth gear in this game tomorrow. At 86, Wisconsin Cook. See Stewart's backup, McCoy Hill, throw a touchdown pass. Warner return another interception for a touchdown and a lot of young players flying around making plays. Fred Warner's hurt. I don't don't know what that's going to Let's get the young guys on the field, man. Michael Elisa coming up as part of BYU Sports Nation. All access with Cougar football. That's next on BYU Sports Nation. Aaron Evans, what up? BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerome Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Isn't that how Bronco said it? Jerome. Something like that. Yeah, Jerome. Yeah, <laughs> we should ask him about that when he comes in. Hey, football is on BYU TV tomorrow. We have everything going on. 2 p.m. Eastern, countdown to kickoff featuring Taysom Hill. I feel like it's going to be some song, and then he comes in, you know, and is part of that, and he gets royalty or something. That would be against the rules. We have the live game as well, 3 Eastern, and then the post game as well. Women's Hoops tomorrow night. So uh, it all starts at 2 Eastern tomorrow on BYU TV. It's going to be awesome. And don't forget, print out your BYU Sports Nation bingo cards for tomorrow's game between the Tigers and the Cougars. This is a real thing, people. At, like the karma. At Joe Z. Elisa, Michael Elisa's bro. Why no ROTC guys pull a muscle doing push-ups after Cook's 80th point scored square? <laughs> That's a great question. That's a wonderful hey, question. If you, want to write, if you want to cross out one that you don't like and write that one in there, that's fine. Whatever. That, that's fine. We just gave you the 25 base principles here <laughs> of BYU Sports Nation's inaugural bingo card. We need to look at, like, which is the most likely, you know... Well, the free the whatever. free space is the most likely, right? No, I mean set of five. Ah, oh, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the yeah. quickest way to bingo. Yes, the quickest way to bingo. Holy I'm, I'm going to research that. Oh, good luck with that. Good luck with that. I mean, that's like some serious statistician stuff going on right there to try and figure out what's going to happen. That's well, what I do, man. All right, all right. Right now, we go back to an interview we did on Wednesday with a guy that's going to celebrate Senior Day against Savannah State. He's been with us all season long, senior linebacker Michael Alisa. This is part of BYU Football All Access. Michael Alisa, what's up, man? 
Happy. We're going to Miami. You're going to Miami. I'm going to Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Going to 80 degree weather. Why? You know. There, there could be way worse here. bowl games, right? Miami, yeah. in it terms be, of weather, could be that's, colder bowl games. That's yeah. the best, yeah. right? Exactly. And you know, at the beginning of the year, you know, New Year's Eve or a New Year's Day bowl is a possibility, whatever. But chances are we're going to Miami, and you you got you got that. What did that mean to the team when you secured in a bowl bid? I, I was proud of everybody. I think everyone was just happy that we were able to um, bounce back from from a four game losing streak and and uh, come together for two games in a row. A lot of people uh, look at ten bowls in a row, and on paper you go, "Hey, that's pretty stinking cool." Your down years have not yielded losing seasons, right? Is there something to that with the team that you're proud of the ten years in a row? Yeah, I, I think so. And, and this was a tough season because we all had a lot higher expectations than, than what we um, yielded. And uh, I think that a bowl game is something to hang your hat on. And that's something that, that a team can, can shoot for. And, and we got it. Now, moving on from, from getting in and accepting a bowl invite, we want to win out. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I mean, okay. they, there's, there's still more to go for. Because you're not in a conference, does a bowl invite mean more? Um. I'd say so because there's no there's no championship to play for. There's no ring to play for. Mm-hmm. So what do you play for? You play for postseason you play. Your, you got your bowl. How how what does it mean to you as a player personally individually to to ha- to know that you have another game that you can play? As a, as a senior, yeah, it means that, <laughs> like I mean it's probably going to be the last game I play in, and uh, it for me I I enjoy every second. I enjoy practice and I enjoy being with my brothers. So knowing that I have one extra game. It's huge for me. It, it's uh, just one more shot to play this game that I love. It's, it's so true, man. Because when you when you're a senior, you you know your junior year and your other other years, you're like, oh, just hurry up, practice. I wanted to be over. But when you're a senior, you're like, wait, what? Did you blow the whistle early, <laughs> coach? We still got two more periods, yeah. man. I run the play one more time. Do do you like uh, practice? Are I'm, you going to like those practices in December? I will. I really will. And. It, that just comes from knowing that my time is limited here. Yeah, I think in my younger years, to be honest, there are some practices I just wanted to get through it. But now, yeah. I really enjoy every rep. Whenever they they throw me in to to practice, I'm going 100. Yeah. percent Yeah, you I love st- it. You start you start really really cherishing those moments when you guys were were going through, um, you know, kind of the the the, the shaky parts of the season, losing four in a row. Did you ever get nervous at a time that hey, we may not make it to a bowl game? I, no, I, I always knew that we were going to make it to a bowl game, and, and just because we're BYU, mm-hmm. we go to bowl games, and and yeah. I, being a senior, every year we've been able to do that. Um, I was never nervous we were going to not make a bowl game, but I, I you was. had to go one and seven to not make a bowl game. <laughs> is, that, is that what yeah, it was? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Then if you had gone two and now, six, you would have. So made with, a bowl with, game. I didn't know that. With us and our, our seniors in 2010, we were like just. On top of everybody, the freshmen, the sophomore, we were like, "Look, you're we're one, going. you're one and four at one point." You're yeah, like, oh, this, yeah, this has we're, a real shot. Yeah, we were one and four in the beginning of the season. We were like, "Look, we, we're going to a bowl game. I don't care what we have to do. We're going." Was that kind of the same thing with wow. you guys and the younger guys? Like, hey, come on, help us, help us get to a bowl game. I, no, well, for us, it was more just we got to win next week, and then we lost that game, and then we got to win next week. Come on, guys! So it, it was just so frustrating because we were just trying to win the next game. Next game, yeah. Um, but I mean, the, I mean, we were in different shoes, though. Being having four wins under our belt and then having only one win under yeah. your belt—that that was tough. I was on my mission when that happened, right? And I remember hearing about that, and like, I remember hearing about you guys fighting back and coming back 
towards the end of the season, just becoming a strong team and then winning the bowl game that year. That was it be, awesome. Then it became a positive experience. It's right. di- yeah. it's different when you're 4-0 and ranked and you have a Heisman candidate, which my next question is this. It seems like the standard has stayed the same for the season. So it's like, instead of like, oh, this is great, it's relief is the is the adjective associated with the bowl game. It's It's the post-Texas kind of, that's who we are, and we're going to do our best to do what we can, but that was the goal. Am, am I off in that? Well, is it tough? Because I think with our our po- our pre game our pro- pre season standard, I mean, are, are we ever going to live up to that this season? Um, I, I think there, there's still going to be some of that inside of of fans and maybe some of the players that yeah. we didn't um, achieve our goals this year. Yeah. And and for the younger class, I hope that they can carry that into next year with a little chip on the shoulder and work hard all off season and just blow it out of the water in 2015. For the seniors, though, I mean, you got to just leave it all on the field. That, that's the only way you can get rid of that, that you know, what if. What, you yeah, know, yeah. But you just got to leave it on the field and, and enjoy the, the next three games. So is it a reserved celebration? It doesn't, you know, you don't want to get, like, you're BYU, so you don't want to go crazy over going to a bowl game because the standards are higher than just the bowl game. But it is a notable accomplishment. It's yeah. kind of a weird place to be, it feels like. Well, I, I was all smiles. I mean, I, I think you just have to enjoy the moment. And, mm-hmm. uh, I mean... Yeah, it's it's been a, a disappointing season in terms of of the four losses that we had. But I mean, when you do win, just enjoy it. Don't yeah. don't don't yeah. hold back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I I was having fun with my boys after the game. And you're in the black uniforms too. That helps. Yeah, yeah. We look great. I, we we circled the, <laughs> the stadium and and the Cougar Nation. That the fans that were, stayed out there and braved the weather with us. We showed our appreciation appreciation to them because that was huge. And and uh, you know I I made sure that they knew it that we appreciated that. And the bowl is going to be fun. I mean, we learned from Carlos Padilla some of the swag and some of the events. Like, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, you guys might get a GoPro. No way. They're, they're working on that, yeah. Uh, wait, should I not have said that? Oh, well, man. No, said, no he mentioned it, right? that. Carlos is, is it on the web yet? Or I don't know, because sometimes you can see the, the bowl. Just, no, they, he said they're still working on it. You guys are going to go have on the show, yes. There's a beach, oh, a beach party. You guys are going to have a beach party? We've only got like three days out there. We get there the nineteenth, and the game is. It sounds like you guys are going to have a lot of lot of activities to do, which is which is good. I mean, not only is it a plus that you guys have nice weather, but there's actually going to be things to do because I I remember two thousand nine Vegas Bowl, right? So many things to do, and then. 2010, we went to New Mexico Bowl. I was like, <laughs> wait, what? I was at both of those. I, I think just, you guys yeah. went to the we hot to, air balloon museum. Is I, that right? I was like, can we go to, uh, How was that? Can we go to Walmart, please? They can have, we can always have an adventure at Walmart. We went to the steak center to do indexing or something. It, was, it got crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So Miami Beach is pretty good. That, that's going to be fun. Uh, uh, and Mitch Matthews, ironically enough, he served part of his mission in Orlando and then another part in Miami. Okay. So he will have gone to both those places. Yeah. I'll stick close to him. He could be my tour guy. <laughs> right, right. He, knows, yeah. he knows where to go. Mitch Matthews. Exactly I think right. Ali Ching was in that same mission. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Michael Elise is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, we talked to Christian Stewart yesterday. Uh, there was these T-shirts made, like C-Stew, the, the T, I guess, is a 7 or something. What's what, Guys in the locker room wearing that? What's the thing? Yeah, we, we, ju- we laugh about it. We, we love it because we all, we're all so proud of Stu and, and, you know, stepping up. We're so sad to see Taysom go because, you know, he was our guy. And uh, Christian stepped up and, and filled a huge void that we had on the team and, and has been doing well for us. Um, in the locker room, we kind of give him a hard time about it. Uh, Sky Povey's walking around the locker room. Get your Christian Stewart T-shirts right here. Come and get it. You know, selling it. And uh, I don't know if I can say this, but Bronco Mendenhall – was rocking the Stu's t-shirt in team meeting the other day. Of course day. he was. Nice. I need to get one yeah. of those, man. 
I need to get his. So, so who t-shirt. wore the first T-shirt? Because Christian can't come in with his own T-shirt. I, I think his roommate was the guy that that started making yeah, yeah. them. And I, I know he's not making a profit on any of them, but uh, we've um, requested a couple. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, 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 I haven't gotten one yet. You I don't get me one? one of those. Yeah. Maybe that can be one of the bowl gifts. Right. <laughs> the sea stew. Yeah. That would be his good swag right there. <laughs> That's great. And it's been interesting to see the dynamic of the the team changes from Hills to Stewart's in a way. Uh, and yet, Taysom Hill for the first time was on the sideline against Yonovi. What was that like? It's huge. And I gave I went up to him and gave him a huge hug. Um, and I know I know it's hard. It stings yeah. when when you can't play and and you just have to watch your your boys out on the field battling it out without you. Um, I know that's just the hugest inner battle that that goes on. So that was big time on Taysom's part to come out to the game and support his teammates like that. Yeah, he he said uh, earlier that he was going to come back, and we kind of already knew that he was going to come back. But um, I mean, what do you think that announcement, uh, if it if it does make any effect uh, effect on these guys, you know, moving forward to next year? He he already has the guys behind him. Everyone, even as an injured player who's not on the field, he's still a leader on the team. So knowing that he's going to come back, I think that's that's uh, all the motivation that that the team needs to know that hey, we can have a great team next year too. Time to step it up. Time yep. to work, work, yep. work harder, lift mm-hmm. weights. We got Taysom behind us. Right, right. We got Taysom at the helm, and uh, that's a wagon you can hit. Uh, you can that's a that's, you can hit your wagon to that man. Yeah, is what yeah. I want to say. And um, I think with him at quarterback again, you know, the guys are going to be motivated to work harder. How much uh, does he need to be involved in spring ball for BYU to have a good 2015? Um, we we it, had this discussion I, that's, a little that's bit. A good, yeah, that's yeah, a good, that's I, a good conversation. I'd say that he doesn't necessarily need to be the guy in spring ball. I, and if, even if he isn't, I think that might even be better because then everyone else has to step it up even more so. And then having him show up in backup. fall camp. Right, and having him show up in fall camp, um, everyone will have elevated their game. Um, the backup will have gotten experience in spring ball, and there'll be tasting. I like I like that approach. With me, I, I was you know I was talking to Jaron, but I said I think he needs to to play as as much as he can just to get those reps. And I, I, and I'm I was not, saying what why? Yeah, I, he, yeah, he, he was saying proof. why. You know, I, 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 with spring ball, you don't you know how it is. It's not as competitive, right? Because you know a lot of the walk ons and younger mm-hmm. guys, mm-hmm. you know, filling in for for the seniors that have left. Um, but but you have a guy that knows the system. He's been around for for forever, so that's not the issue there. My issue is having that chemistry with the receivers and the timing of plays and, and certain routes and things like that. So I I, I kind of agree with with Mike a little bit more now. Is he may not have to be the guy. Of course, but, Michael may, comes in and they're like, oh <laughs> yeah, 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 I have to agree <laughs> with the former player. Maybe he doesn't have to be the guy like the starter, but maybe switch it. Maybe he's third string. So, so maybe the, the starter gets three reps, the second string gets two reps, and the third string gets one rep, right? Mm-hmm. And so maybe that – but I would still like to have him in for that very reason, mm-hmm. the chemistry and the timing of, of the routes and, and things like that. And, well, saying that even makes me think, okay, maybe just have him sit in the pocket and, and yeah. not, not run around. That way he can just work on his, his passing progressions and uh, work with the receivers, also get that confidence yeah. back. Maybe you know, just one-on-ones, seven-on-sevens. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you don't put him in a team situation. Z- yeah, I z- can see that. zero yeah. contact possibility would right. be yeah. – Right. That's probable. That would be perfect, actually. Seven yeah. on seven, one on ones. We've talked like about it. the bowl. We've talked about next season. We oh yeah, there's a BYU football game this week, and there was one last week. Oh by the way, yes. Tremendous play by you on punt cover at the goal line. Tell us about that play and how you nearly wrecked Alani Fua's man. Life. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even enjoy the play. <laughs> I knew it was a big play. I knew what I'd just done, but I seriously like looked up and I looked at Alani's face. I was like, "Are you okay?" 
because I knew I hit his knee. Yeah. And he stood up. He's like, I'm fine. And he kind of like shook it, it off for a bad. second. Yeah, it looked really bad. I, I really thought I blew out his knee, and I, I was heartbroken. I was like, you okay? You okay, bro? I was, I was so scared. <laughs> I was like trembling. He said, I'm fine. So we ran off together. But um, no, that was a fun play. And I, I'm, you're, it's always good to pin the other team deep. And uh, I was happy I was able to do it. Scott. Yeah. Came running down and like tackled me. Oh, he always does. Whenever yes. he gets the boom button, hey, <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to show him some love, so I jumped and I like, headbutted him. And he, after the game, he's like, "Man, I think you concussed me a little bit." <laughs> no, I think no. he was just joking. I don't think he's really concussed, but uh, he was serious. He said he, his he belt got don't take concussion hits. jokes like, with football players. Yeah, it's, it's like saying bomb at an airport. Yeah, no, <laughs> just really. like don't even go there. Yeah, was, was, he was joking, but uh, he's like, "Man, I, I usually don't hit, so I don't really know what that feels like." Is that what it feels like every play? And I was like, "Well, not." What you felt because we get used to it, but yeah. So if you see those little polka dots, those, star, those <laughs> yeah. are stars, not the really floaties. concussion. Yeah, not really concussion <laughs> yet. You would know. You're almost there, Mike. Mike, with 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 this being your last game, um, you know, there, there wasn't a, a huge showing with fans uh, last week. I mean, granted, it was it was freezing. I was I was freezing. Yeah. Um, if, if you could have you know 30 seconds to, to talk to the fans on, on why it's so important. Uh, to come out to to the stadium this Saturday to, to support you guys, what would you what would you say? I play for my players first off, my my teammates. But then after that, I play for Cougar Nation. Yeah, um, I have so many fans that I've grown close to personally. Um, I've been to their homes, I've met their their children, and uh, you know I, we we've really formed a connection over the years. I mean, I've been here since 2008, my freshman year. One of my mission came back and kept playing. Um, we were in school at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was still in junior college. <laughs> um, and, and this is my last time running through that tunnel. I still remember, like it was yesterday, my freshman year running through that tunnel and the chills that I got hearing the roar of Cougar Nation. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I love, I've loved every second of playing at Little Edwards Stadium, and it would mean so much to me having the fans come out there to support us seniors for our last night there. If you can't make there it, you, you watch it. it live on BYU TV. And let's end with this. True or false? You've seen film of Kel. False. Oh! oh I don't he, believe bro, you. Did you hear the hesitation? I, I wish we could MVP the replay this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, MVP. Like Bronco in your head. Like, don't, false. Said, don't uh, you uh, dare uh, uh, You can hear the yes. crackle. <laughs> false. That's, what, that's how the slow-mo would play. <laughs> yeah, I was like, false. <laughs> Michael, we appreciate the time. Enjoy Senior Day. Yes, sir. Thank yes. you. What do you want to see out of BYU versus Savannah State on Saturday at Lavelle Edwards Stadium? 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Mountain Time kickoff live on BYU TV at Cougars Forever. Says, I would like to see one, a win. Check. Two, a shutout. Good shot. Three, more than 60 points. Probably. And four, second and third string action in the second half. You can bet on it. I think those are all reasonable. I don't, I don't believe Michael Elisa, by the way. Then he says, I haven't seen any Cal film. film. Yes, you have. Come on, man. Come on, man. You've seen something. It's a big game next week. I mean, Savannah State is a big game. What? Hey, don't sleep on Savannah State. Bingo. Trevor Maddich said it. This is Bronco Mendenhall, and you are in BYU Sports Nation. The football coach, y'all. Head ball coach. Will join us on BYU Sports Nation in just a few minutes. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan on a Friday in Radio Vision. On BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Download the show podcast on iTunes. We mentioned football on BYU TV tomorrow. Starts at 2 Eastern time. You can watch Women's Hoops as well at 9.30 Eastern time. BYU and Nevada on BYU TV and BYU Radio. I have 14 hours of BYU sports tomorrow. It's 24-7.
That's every true. day of being well a sports said. man. Well said, man. Jerem Jordan. Well said, Jerem Jordan. I need to put on the blue goggles to receive that wholeheartedly. Okay, yep. It is 24-7. We are awesome, and we will oh, never oh. lose another game. Blue goggle alert. Yep. Yeah. There it is. Got to get one of those in on a Friday show. Uh, resetting today's trending topics. BYU Savannah State, get your bingo cards ready. Yep. Yep. We have produced the first ever BYU Sports Nation bingo sheet. Okay? And we are asking for your Cro- recommendations. Cross couple out here. <laughs> uh, this one. Yeah, BYU the free, the free space. BYU and by and Oppo Reception. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for this. This is going to be fun. There's a chance all of this happens. We'll this be tweeting out. Of, we'll be tweeting out updates throughout the game tomorrow. All of uh, this strength, can happen. Strength and conditioning coach Jay Omer announces his retirement after 14 years in char- in charge of that uh, department. And congratulations to BYU women's volleyball winning Champions. the outright West Coast Conference title. How cool is that? Okay. Well done, ladies. Keep your responses coming for BYU Sports Nation Bingo. Let's get a few of your tweets in on what you expect from Savannah State and BYU. We tweet. Now, people have weighed in on the bing- uh, additional bingo squares as well, by the way. Yes. Can yes. I, should I read those? Please do. At Shiloh Lloyd, how about false start number 57 offense? <laughs> That's just mean. That's just mean. At Skyhawk94, Tyler Hawes dresses as a wide receiver and scores three touchdowns. Tyler Hawes was a he great receiver, receiver in high school. One. Was he great? Yeah, he was. He was great as a oh. sophomore. Oh, okay. I didn't know how good he was. Yeah. In fact, his, his mom encouraged him to uh, potentially try out for BYU's football team. That's a true story. Wow. Yeah. At Smerrick 15, the cannon runs out of rounds. That's the goal every game, man. <laughs> they don't. How many rounds? That's a, that's a sideline reporter thing tomorrow. Yeah. Like, do the, does the RTC have enough rounds for the George Q cannon? Shoot off, shoot off the cannon. Uh, uh, sir, there, there's no more ammunition. There are no more rounds. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. We cannot do, we cannot do any more push-ups. <laughs> Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the head football coach of the BYU Cougars, Bronco Mendenhall, in studio. What snacks did we round up for him this time? We, you. Okay, fine. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. It's Friday. We're in Radio Vision. Absolutely, Spencer. Awkward transition. Yes, uh, yeah, this is awkward. 2 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Countdown to kickoff starts. Taysom Hill will be on set. Check that out. Live game at 3 p.m. Eastern. That's our game. BYU and Savannah State, as well as the post game. So check it out tomorrow on BYU TV and BYU Radio. What do you want to see out of BYU and Savannah State? That's our Twitter question. Send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN. At Blaine Jacobs says, more than three touchdowns and a 100-yard game from Devin Mahina. Mm. Okay. He's got three touchdown catches already on the season. He's got that little stripe of uh, like yellow dyed hair as well to leverage him for good or something. Which we learned that is uh, a way of showing his support for head coach Bronco Mendenhall, who is also blonde. And Bronco Mendenhall joins us on set now. Coach, hey, what do you think about Devin's hairstyle? So did you guys just make that up right there? No, no. That's no. Real. He, he told you us have, that on have set. Have you not seen it? It's, he has like a little yellow uh, right I've here. seen that. I didn't know that's what it was, though. I'm not sure that it is, but but he's he told us that. We don't so know. you're, you're going to need to ask him about that. That's, that's a good answer. I like that answer. <laughs> 2001 called and they want their bleach back from yeah. his hair. I think is what happened. <laughs> okay, so uh, first of all, we've got your energy pack here. We'll discuss this later on. That's for the this game is all tomorrow. Spencer, by the way, you know one, one of the things that um, I have felt really bad about is that um, our gift giving hasn't been reciprocal. You know, I've been. It, the quality. Look at this. The quality of the interviews, I think, has been a gift. 
I'm, I'm not sure that it's been enough. So, excuse me for a minute. Did okay. you break okay. Bronco brought us something. I, we've been waiting since media day. He said he was going to bring. Oh, oh, look at this. <laughs> what have you brought us here for the radio uh, listeners? I have brought you the here, um, right there. signature Miami mm. Beach Bowl mm. helmet, which you can see is shiny, sparkly, Woo. authentic, younger generation, loves the... Should I put it on? Go ahead. Is that right? Yeah, and it's got a killer visor in the front that you can't see out <laughs> yeah, of. But... Yeah, I can't see anything. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like LaDainian Tomlinson right oh, now. Look the other way. Uh, uh, this way? There. That, that's looking really yeah. good right there. <laughs> this thing's great. Yeah. Man. So I thought it'd be a nice addition to just like consider it like a set warming present. Yeah, wow. Even though you guys have been on set for a while, yeah, I think it has a nice. This is great. This is wonderful. Thank you. We we saw this tweeted out last week and we thought that's the coolest bowl invite ever because I've never seen anyone give anything for a bowl invite. Yeah. So here we go. There you go. Talk about delivering. Well, I think at one point I I did promise I'd bring something. I don't remember what I said I would bring. You said it was going to be. I think you didn't know, and you're like, oh, it's going to be great. There it is. (laughs) <laughs> the invitation awesome. from the Miami Beach. Is this like a one day thing? What are we talking no, about? No, it, it's it's permanent. Permanent? Permanent. Wow. Yeah. Seriously? There you go. Oh yeah. yeah. That's hey. Yeah. That's what, 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 what kind of gift is like if you give it but I want it back tomorrow? That's not a gift. Well, well true well, statement. Well like Gordon Gordon B. Hinckley said, you know, we want to put the game ball the in the church history mu- museum, and then inferred like, oh, when you pass away, we'll get it back or whatever. You know, I'm like, I, I don't know when. Oh, there you go. Okay, you, you could you could bolt that down if you wanted to. Wow, super it. glue it down. Yeah. I love it. That is fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> we should take this with us to Miami. We should do that, and, and then possibly, and then wear it on the sideline. You could wear it on the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> Bronco Mendenhall with us on BYU Sports Nation, Coach. Our Twitter question today is, what do you want to see from? or the result to be from Saturday's game against Savannah State. And you can go as narrow as you want, like as specific as you want with your players and team. What do you want to see out of tomorrow? I'd like to see us continue to improve. Um, we're gaining momentum right now. I think we're playing more complete football than we have, and I'd like to see that continue. That's really does not depend on our opponent. I yeah. can judge regardless of who we're playing. And it's been that progress. the whole season for you. Is, it's about BYU. Exactly right. And we, we still have a, a, an excellent chance to control the outcome of our season. And that could be up to uh, nine wins and, and a bowl victory. And uh, I would want to see, I want to see that. And I want to see our team um, be driven toward that and how they handle this week. Unique challenge. A lot of different circumstances. And that's just as the truth. Um, that doesn't mean that they can't try hard and play well. Right. How does Savannah State, or, or how does Senior Day uh, maybe adjust what you want to do with the game? Yeah, it, it's difficult, um, especially when it's not the last game of the season. And so, and especially when it's not the last regular season game of the season. And, and so there's a unique balance. We want the seniors to have a fantastic send-off, and I'd love to be able to show my appreciation. There is still this element of, Okay, that's over. Let's play the game, and then let's play the next game, and let's play the next game. Mm-hmm. And so, we're we're going to show our appreciation at the beginning of the game as best we can. They know it, we know it, um, and then we need to play. And that's playing well. I think is one of the best ways to appreciate them. Savannah State's head coach Ernest Wilson is a really honest, uh, upstanding guy. That is one of his bucket list items is to meet Lavelle Edwards. So maybe that will hopefully happen oh, cool. tomorrow. Uh, but yesterday, he do we have the bite? Can we play that bite for Bronco? Okay, hey here we go. guys, I'm going to be honest on this one. If they score against BYU, I'll be laying down in the snow making a snow angel. <laughs> if, he score, if they score, he said he's going to do a snow angel. What do you think of that? 
you know, it's refreshing to have candor um, and <laughs> and someone that's maintaining a sense of humor through a pretty hard times. As head coaches, man, if your team isn't playing well, if you're not winning, there's all kinds of stuff you deal with, and that he's still able to smile <laughs> and and be honest and and entertaining. I bet his players appreciate that too. More importantly, what would it take for you from your team for you to do a snow angel? You know, I, I think that um, the finish to this season, um, if we were able to and did um, play great football the last three weeks that meant wins as well as playing well, even though we'd be in Miami, there might be a grass angel. A or sand angel? A sand angel, exactly <laughs> right. That, that could happen. You've said before uh, in blowout situations that you don't want to embarrass yep. the opponent more than you need to. Yep. Do, do you have the same philosophy in those situations? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I've been in my career on a couple of the other sides of those, and I, I vowed at that time, if I can control the outcome of this, I won't ever um, on purpose um, and with intent make this more lopsided than it has to be. Mm-hmm. And so if if the game tomorrow heads in that direction, it will be as conservative as that we can be once there's it's clear that that's going to happen with playing as many players as that's necessary does that mean uh you know offensively simple handoffs rushing the ball base defenses exactly avoiding blitzing, right. that kind of stuff? if if it gets to that point okay. you know and and whoever knows for sure how how it's going to go uh again there's unique challenges in getting ready for an opponent like this and so our focus has never been on a given opponent and these guys are still young um and and it's hard to look past or look or keep your focus on anyone. And so we'll play the game, and then however that goes, I'll manage it the best way I can. So I'm just soaking in this Miami Beach Bowl invitation. You can see your now. reflection in yes, it, can't you? Yes, exactly. It is very shiny, and it's become a permanent part of the set. Ten straight bowl games, this being uh, number 10 in a row. And I know we've talked about this a little bit in, the, in our previous interviews, Bronco, but even in your down years, you still haven't had a losing record, and you're, yeah. and you're going to a bowl game. What yeah. does that mean to you and to the program? I I take a sense of uh, gratification and and um, it provides some level of peace. You know, I, I I think I impose the highest standards on myself than what anyone ever would want. Um, so the standards haven't come from the administration. It hasn't come from the church. It hasn't come from anyone else other than myself. And I think those are higher than what anyone wants. Um, I expect to play in a bowl game every year. And now that we're doing that, now that we're having winning seasons every year, um, it's just one more reflection that the program is very solid. It's in great shape. It is very consistent. I think there's only 10 other teams that have done that yeah. mm-hmm. the last 10 years. And so it's not easy. And there's all kinds, as we're finding this year, variables that happen on a given year. But to keep winning and keep playing postseason and then to win postseason, it's one thing to go. It's another thing to win. Um, it, it, uh, it certainly helps just um, feel good about what we're able to provide for the kids that choose BYU and and the success they can have. And if you had to pick all the bowl games and mm. where you would play, I mean, mm. the, if you play in the West, you, you, you'd have more fans in Miami per se, but you talk about weather and the experience. Yeah. That's all. And it's the first year of the bowl game. It, there are a lot of unique things. It, it's killer. Um, we, I, I, I'm intrigued by the, the, the game. And so to be in Miami, certainly it's a long ways away, but every time we travel as an independent a long ways away, people flock to come. And Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Was they're nice. so happy to see Orlando, us. Orlando, you had a huge crowd. Yeah, exactly right. And, the players and our staff loves that because there's this, this sincerity of support that people are driving from two and three states away because mm-hmm. BYU is never in Miami. And, and it's, it, they're bringing the whole family and they're making a day of it, and it's, it's, a, it's a really neat thing. And so there's a sincerity of the fan support in those settings. 
Uh, but now when you consider possibly the timing or near Christmas-ish plus sunshine, um, who knows? Maybe it's, you know, vacation time for families and they catch the game also. Oh, yeah. It's surf time at some point for you, right? Well, so Miami isn't known for its surf, um, but uh, there's absolutely going to be – well, the head coach at BYU will be in the water at some point <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Do you have white pants to wear in Miami? You know um, – Because this guy does. Yeah. So – what I've usually gauged is my fashion kind of um, protocol or whatever Spencer wears. I usually stay away from. Uh-huh. Me too. So even Me if too. I ha- even if I had them, I I wouldn't bring them or wear them. <laughs> Coach, my heart hurteth right now. <laughs> we just have that kind of relationship. You know, <laughs> you know Don Johnson. <laughs> yeah. I was going to ask you if you'd put me in the game on Saturday, but I guess that's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, he was, he he did want me to ask like if if Spencer or I were and or if we were both on the team, would we play in the game? If the situation you prob- neither one of you would probably travel. I mean, you- <laughs> for a home game, yeah, you, 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 you'd be in the stands just yes. cheering. Oh, okay. That's fair because that's yeah. where we'll be. That's fine. That's fine. Let's talk quarterbacks now. Uh, Taysom Hill made it official; he's coming back next year. But I want to ask uh, because Christian Stewart said that that he and Taysom are good friends and, and that they've taught each other some things and learned from each other. What do you think Taysom could learn from Christian Stewart's play at the end of this year? Oh, I, I think. Um, Stuart, uh, Christian has been, um, his enthusiasm and passion for each opportunity. He's BYU's quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of kids that grow up wanting to be that. Walked on, then goes to snow, walks on again, and here's Taysom Hill. So the thought that he'll ever play? Probably not. Um, But each time he goes out there in practice and for a game, it literally is like he is so excited and (laughs) thankful to be on the field in that role. And so I think for any of our players at BYU and for myself, you can easily get caught up on what others expect from you, what others want from you, and and that along the way it's difficult to enjoy really what opportunities you have. Christian is not like that. He is he's able to live in the present and just he he loves it all. And so I think not only Taysom but maybe anyone on our team the appreciation that Stu shows for his chance to play BYU football, that's refreshing and really fun. How about that T-shirt that his roommate, yeah. Nate Nielsen, made? Yeah, and, it's unreal. And word on the street is you wore it to a team meeting the other day. I wore it to a team meeting, and, and then uh, I think we call them webisodes. I have one with Greg Rebell at Bam Bams, and I wore it to that. And I'm a, as I've said, I'm a Stu fan um, because he, he's come the hard way. He's been resilient. He's been tough. He's a great student. He's a great person. He's He's to me, kind of the epitome of a BYU player um, that wasn't recruited, just has come on his own. And and so that he's having this chance and playing well and handling it so gracefully and with such class, yeah, so I, I wear a shirt. I wear it at home. My family, in fact, they, it's one of their favorite shirts. Nice. Like, oh, it's the Stu shirt. Yeah. We, we've requested them. and, they, and we, You'll probably they... have to buy them. He doesn't just <laughs> give them to anybody, but he might he might sell one. Yeah, exactly. One to both of you? No, maybe he might sell one that the both of you could share. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's not maybe. happening. We're not going to su- Solomon baby this or anything. <laughs> oh. No, you have it, and then I get it. Be, be wise, too. Hey, Bronco, before you go, by the way, uh, we've created a, a BYU Sports Nation bingo card for tomorrow's, for tomorrow's game. game. Oh. And a Bronco fist pump is on there. So, uh, Bronco fist pump. What are the chances? So is that like that? Yeah, yeah. Like in that. the game tomorrow. Yeah, just any fist pump. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. You can How do many that. do I need? Just one? Just one, but Wait, people have to watch it. the whole game, though, yeah. to, okay. to see when you do it. I if, love that, because that could be 
as time expires. Exactly. Mm. So we'll see who really wants to support BYU <laughs> yes. and win Mingo. I like the incentive program. That's good. The free the free space is BYU by 17 plus, by the way. That's okay. something I say somewhat yeah. frequently on this program. Okay. Fair enough. I like that. Watch the game live on BYU TV. And Bronco. you might see. Yes. Some Bronco point. Bump. And, prob- the, and the Boise State dance. Prob- ah, don't know about that. <laughs> that, that. Those don't happen right. I mean, that was fourth and six inches. Four, four plays in a four row. Four times. Yeah. So that probably not that yeah. special, but the fist pump. One. I'll commit to the fist pump. Awesome, awesome. We got <laughs> a verbal from Bronco. Yeah. Thanks for the time. Thanks. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we put a bow on this show. It's a Friday before a game day. BYU Sports Awesomeness all day tomorrow, starting with countdown to kickoff. The BYU game live on BYU TV. The post game and women's basketball tomorrow night. The Miami Beach Bowl is now a permanent part of the BYU Sports Nation awesome. set. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan about to put a bow on this Friday show. Just talked to Bronco Mendenhall. And he, he gave brought us the, the Miami Beach Bowl invitation. The, the official helmet, invite. Fantastic. Okay, he, he said on media day, hey, I, I'm going to contribute something. And I was like, he has no clue what he's going to give us. And then he brings this. The huh? coolest piece of swag from this season. Like, would you rather have this or Taysom Mills knee brace? This. I think this. I also want Taysom Mills knee brace. <laughs> I want it from the Texas game last year when he ran for two fifty nine. Who knows where that one is? It's got to be somewhere. Man, great gift, great stuff too. He guaranteed he committed to doing the fist pump for Bronco. I want to call it Bronco Bingo for BYU Sports Nation Bingo. Tomorrow. Yeah, and print out your bingo cards. We have tweeted out the image at BYU Sports Nation. You can you can get it. It's have fun, uh, people. You can change it up if you want to. We just put out the default one here. But watch the game. Enjoy it. It's BYU football on a Saturday in late November. They're pushing for what Bronco said. They still know they can win nine games if they win this, beat Cal, and win a bowl game. Huge task at hand, but hey. Our rise and shout today goes to women's volleyball. Brought to you by Dexter and Dexter. Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. I still want to throw the football. Could you hand it to me? Sure. That'll do it for us. Thanks to Bronco, Mendenhall, and Michael Elisa. The show on demand on BYUSportsNation.com. For Jerem, I'm Spencer. Shout out to Brandon Haney, BYU Sports Nation, back to work on Monday at noon.